Blog Talk Radio. This is Colin from Cannot Justify. You're rocking Attitude Era Live with Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. How are you? All right. How are you doing? Good. Well, we're just uh, waiting for Matthias here, and we're going to have another great blockbuster show. We have a – I'll just – as far as waiting for Matthias, I'll just go ahead and uh, let everybody know who we got coming on tonight. we got a great lineup of guests, as always. Our first guest will be Kevin Selly, and I do believe you know who that is. Also, yes, I do. Are you 
Yes, I am. Okay, can you hear me better now? Still a little bit low. I, I have, I don't know why. I mean, I guess, is that better? A little bit, yep. What's that? Is it still low or not? Still a little bit low. All right. I wonder if there's, I have, I have, there's a way I can thing on the, of course, that's, no, that we can't do that. That's not going to work. All right. Well, we'll just, uh, hopefully our, um, hopefully our, uh, our uh, engineer will be in soon to uh, adjust that. But we'll, we'll just kind of fight through it. Now, let's catch up uh, with uh, what you've been doing. You uh, have been uh, losers, correct? Well, we're in editing. Uh, as a matter of fact, tomorrow I'm going to be looking at another work print of it. And my question here is when you're editing... Oh, you cut out. I can't hear you. All right. Uh, by the time you're editing and going through everything, by the time the project is uh, done with the final cut, are you sick of it by that time? All right, now I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. So the so there was a there's a button that was not pressed correctly, so that's what's going on. So anyway, I, as I mentioned, uh, with you know, how many days of editing would you say that you have to get everything right for a film, just give or take, ballpark figure? Oh man, that's tough. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if you don't when you, if you don't have an actual like you know, distribution deal in place, you don't have a release date, post-production can go on. Um, like for like, hey, and we ended up doing, you know, a couple of different reshoots and right now I'm talking to a film sales agent about the picture. And we've literally just arrived at final cut on that one. So probably start getting some screenings and hopefully land a distribution deal within the next like three months or so for like, hey, and five losers. Um, like I said, I'm, I'll know more tomorrow when I look at the new work print. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that way we can get the Fargo-Moorhead area familiar with you, and then uh, by the time that we premiere the Black Tent, you'll be like a you'll be like a native son here. That sounds great to me. We can even make, maybe get a screening of White Canyon as well. Well, definitely, definitely. Here's my here's my one question though: with all the editing that you do uh, over and over again, trying to get the right take. Oh, you cut out a little bit in there. What part of it do you think I'm getting sick of the film? Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. It get yeah, it gets crazy. It really does because you know it, there's so many little things, and then when you go into sound mixing and color correction and everything, and then sometimes you know you'll sit there like last week, uh, uh, the composer, the, uh, one of the producers, myself, the editor, we sat there to watch what we thought was going to be the final cut of it, 
and it was almost perfect, but every now and then there was a bug in either the sound or maybe the music was a little bit off or we had another idea. So it was like last-minute stuff that we fixed up. But today I can finally say it's complete, and it's even listed as being complete on IMDb. And then my other question is, when you're, when you're going through the motions and editing everything, and let's say that there's one scene that you have 27 different takes of, and you're like, this take would work here, and then you're like, like no, this take would be better, let's re-edit that. And then, or you have like 25 takes and not one take is good, then you have to call them back to redo the scene. Does that ever happen? I would guess. 27 takes? No way. Um, now, that's, that's a little ridiculous one. I mean, to me, if you're taking that many, if you need that many takes, something's wrong. Um, you know, Michael Cimino had that problem with Heaven's Gate. You know, that was the movie that, you know, is well known for sinking United Artists, you know, 42 years ago. Um, I try to really... I don't really like going beyond three, to be honest with you. Um, three's kind of a limit because, I mean, you've you got to move on because you have – you know, the actors and actresses, if you've got good people, they're going to get it. I mean, they might have an idea or two for another take. You know, you, you don't want to lose a lot of time because there, there's a lot of work, man. There's a lot of you – know, there's money and a lot of people have schedules too. So, I mean, you don't have infinite you know, time to do this stuff. Um, but I'll tell you, like with Five Losers, there's one in particular scene that I looked at <laughs> – I've probably looked at it about 50 times already, but I've watched all three takes, and I just think all the takes have, have something really funny in them, and it's like it's going to be a real mix and match <laughs> with all three takes in it. You know, and here's the, here's the cool thing. Uh, when we do get you down here, we'll have you stay, uh, stay at one of our, uh, our good spots. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. All right, I, I'll, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll try and uh, make this work here. Uh, what, what I was going to say is when if we, we yeah you're, you're, it dropped down again I'm sorry I can't hear you I uh, I don't know if it, is that better I don't I don't know there we go now you're back okay that's just my headset I was going to say when we get you down here and uh, we be make you a native son down here we'll have you stay at one of our uh, the sponsor hotel uh, Wood Spring Suites it's like a small little apartment they have kitchenettes and uh, uh, as a matter of fact, people will hear our commercial before our uh, next guest uh, calls in, and that'll be in about another five minutes. And I do believe the man, the myth, the legend has arrived, and it is the modern nightmare, Matthias. How are you, buddy? Oh, uh, anybody hear me? There we go. Um, I'm all right. I just, uh, I haven't been feeling the greatness stuff the past couple of days. I just had the alarm, so that's how I'm doing. Well, at least you're here. Uh, uh, Scott, can you hear, hear hear him better than you can hear me? A little bit, yeah. I, I mean, I can hear you good for right now, but you keep dropping in and out. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully uh, our resident engineer, like I say, will be here to figure that out. But anyway, we, we have about uh, three minutes here before our first guest calls in, and uh, I do believe you know a lot about our first guest. Uh, he's in uh, your uh, your movie, is he not? Yes, he is. He's in both of them. Uh, yeah, a wonderful actor. Wonderful. We have a lot of fun with him tonight. He's a lot of fun. Is he going to be in the Black Tent as well? I can't hear you. What was that? Is he going to be in the Black Tent as well? I think so. I'm still trying to figure out which part, um, but I believe so. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had a good working experience with, with Kevin Shelley. You know, we, we did the last two pictures together. 
Um, both he and his wife uh, were in both of them. And, uh, you know, uh, Leon, when you get along well with people you, and you enjoy working with them, you do want to continue. So, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, definitely pulling to have him in the picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, when you get along with people, you know, and and you, and you work well together, you know, and everybody feels you're doing the right thing, and, and you're looking at the takes, and you're looking at the dailies, and you're cutting together, and it's it's working, and, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Well, yeah, exactly. You know, Matthias, you can kind of comment a little bit, a little bit about this. Uh, you know, being a wrestler, you know, as a heel, which you are, He will. He called me in between when when I was uh, having trouble tonight. Okay. Well, when he calls in, we'll take a commercial break. And then, uh, like I say, Scott, during the commercial break, I want you to pay attention to our sponsor because uh, that's where we'll okay. have you sit. And it is a good place okay. to stay. And in fact, we will uh, play that now. And uh, so everybody stick with us. He will. He called me in between when, when I was uh, having trouble tonight. He's very low. I have no idea what's going on either, guys. I do, I do apologize. I mean, are we live on the radio? Then I can also just check in on the other, like on another, uh, listen on the other line of questions. I don't know. Really, really low, bud. Yeah, it is. It is. Is that better? I, I don't know. Does that work? Is that better? 
I'm going to try something here. I'm going to listen live. and uh, That's what I'm like doing. I'm trying to listen live as well. Is it, does it sound low live too, Scott? It does. Huh. I wonder what's going on. Because I have it on full volume, and it's low on there. Yeah, I'm, I'm on full volume now as well. I'm going to listen live. Can you guys hear me, I can hear you, yeah. I am. Yes, I am. Uh, once again, I'm just going to try to adjust my sound on my end because it's really low for me. I'm going to try to plug into my radio in the truck and see if it's see if it helps a little bit here, you guys. I hear Scott just perfect. Yep, and I can hear you perfect, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> we can hear you. You're very low there, Icon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm really excited to be on the show. If I got to if I got to use the funnel to hear you, I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> can you guys hear me now? Let me see if I can reconnect. Yeah, I can hear you. It's low, but we can hear you. All right, okay. So uh, here's what we're going to do then, uh, Kevin. If you want to give us a little background about yourself, and then we'll have fun with the interview, so go ahead. Um, yeah, so, I mean, um, really background, no, the background is basically uh grew up in uh, Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania, um, was a business major for Temple, Temple University for a bit and really wanted to get into agriculture and fell in love with farming and ended up becoming a uh, grape-growing winemaker in South Jersey and really doing well with that and always had a you know passion for great films and great guys doing great films. And I had the opportunity to, uh, to meet up with Scott and, uh, you know, a friend of mine, uh, Angela Rotundi, called me up one day and said, hey, man, we really could use somebody – uh, to come in and just read this, it's only like one paragraph. And I was like, man, I, I'm no actor, man. I can't do that. And he's like, come on, you, you know, you've done all this stuff. You do all these, you know, I did wine tastings in front of very large groups and uh, pretty much every day, you know, four or 500 people a day taught class on wine. And he's like, you can do this. Just come on. I really need your help. And came in and uh, met with Scott, loved him, loved the people that were involved, read this, read the, uh, read, I guess it was a paragraph or so, right, Scott? And then they were like, yeah, hey, we a little bit more. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, it was. I mean, I needed I needed somebody for a full supporting part, and I wasn't. We weren't really sure, you know, because we didn't really know Kevin. So he came in, we did the reading. Because I, I wasn't sure if I'd just use it for background or something. And then he did the reading pretty good. And then that's when I said, look, I, I wanted him to take over the part of, of Rudy in the movie, Rudy Thompson. And then remember, Kevin, you were asking me about Rudy. You were saying, what is he? What's his, you know? Yeah. He was absolutely. asking all the questions that a good actor should ask. Go ahead, Kevin. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I feel yeah, that was so important. I, I mean, I really needed to get to know the character, and I, I've always done that. I mean, you know, being a, a chameleon, if you will, your whole life, you know, uh, growing up and being thrown into different environments where you're coming from a kid that didn't have too much and an environment where you're sitting with, you know, the governor or congressman and Senate and, um, you know, discussing or you're, you're sitting out in UC Davis, California, and you're killing it on the second highest scoring chemistry exam in, in the country at the time. And, um, you know, it's all these different unique things. And, you know, you kind of have to be a commander. I always felt like I was putting on a show my whole life almost because I always felt that, you know, here's this kid from the ghetto, if you will. But, uh, not really the ghetto, but we grew up, you know, wasn't, wasn't the, uh, wasn't what my children enjoy now. I can tell you that. But, 
Uh, so I kind of always felt that, you know, meeting people and, you know, you know, being a big reader and loving, loving to write and um, loving to read and write definitely is a big thing of it. And getting to know your character was really important. And then when I found out my character was, was kind of a, uh, a bit of a, um, uh, what's the kindest word I could think of? Uh, you have a good word? For Not the guy? nicest guy. Not the nicest right. guy. Right. And my, and my buddy Angelo is telling me, this script is perfect for you. This role is perfect for you. And I didn't know anything at the time. And then I read it and I'm going, wow, you really think this is perfect for me? Jeez. Thanks a lot, you know? Because <laughs> uh, the character was not, you know, not so great in, in many ways, but uh, somewhat hilarious at the same. And, you know, I, it was just so much fun to be a part of it and getting to know everybody and, you know, getting to see how much work is really put into it. I mean, Scott's just unbelievable. I mean, how much, and then how much work is done after the film is, you know, after you think everybody goes uh, home and we turn out the lights and you go to bed, I mean, Scott's up late night and the editing team is just pulling it together. I mean, these guys, it's it's pretty impressive, man. It was really, I, I can't watch another show or movie without, you know, really considering some extra things now. And, hey, don't forget, Kevin, I got a final cut now of what I came to show you. I can't wait to see it, man. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So, Kevin, here's my question on that. Now, they, they said that you'd be perfect for this character, and it turns out this character's not very nice guy. Are you like, I come across... Exactly how it came off. I was like, you know, but I know that, um, you know, Angelo um, knows me pretty well, and, uh, you know, his family, we're, we're Italian, so I think that he kind of figured, you know, if anybody could pull off this this one, it, it, would, it could be me or really pretty much any other Italian that grew up in Philadelphia or around Philadelphia at the time. So. Well, I'll tell you what, Kevin, I'm going to ask you a few more questions, and we'll have uh, the Nightmare ask you a few questions. So how long were you on set with Scott when you guys were doing this project? 17 Which years, one? it felt like, uh, but really not that much, man. I mean, we I felt lucky enough that I could get in, read the script, and, and Scott was comfortable with it, which was really helpful because, I mean, my first day on, on scene – um, when I was there and I was watching people going over this, like, Scott's like, cut, let's do it again, let's do it again. I mean, watch people, you know, stumble over, you know, 27 times doing one sentence. I was like, oh, my God, this is a lot, you know. And um, unfortunately, I, I, Scott, you know, felt confident in my readings. And I was able to get through a lot of stuff pretty quickly. And, you know, I had, I had yeah. some, great, some great people around me. And, um, you know, my uh, fiancé in the film – uh, she was she was awesome. So we 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 knew each other from before, um, you know, in the same neighborhood, if you will, for the last twenty years. And we we always had you know fun chemistry together. So it was really easy for for me and her to play off each other because it, it was just hilarious. We had some really funny parts in there, and um, mm-hmm. also some really, you know, Rudy was not a great guy kind of parts. Um, but uh, it sounded like Rudy had a lot of problems, which I think we all do at some point. But I made it up to you with five losers playing Mike. Yeah, I had so much fun with that movie. This is, I mean, I, I can't, I can't not smile when I think of how awesome. You know, I wish I think you had like four hours of filming or something, and I wish we could show all four hours because every step of the way for me, at least, was hilarious. It was. It is. Trust me. We have Kevin Kelly's our guest here, and Aura eighty nine point one Kansas FM. We got about twenty minutes here with uh, Kevin. So you, know, you mentioned that uh, I, I'd ask you about uh, how. How long you're on set? You said it's, uh, it was a big zip. If uh, if I ever found out I had uh, two weeks to live.
So you'd say uh, the best thing to do is be on set with Scott, which seemed like a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you, it was, it was, it wasn't that bad. It, you know what it is? You know what it is? Is that you think that okay, we're gonna come back in, we're gonna shoot one more day, and then you shoot one more day, and like we're gonna have to shoot one more day. And once again, this being, I was kind of thrown into the project and, and happily thrown into the project. However, you know, I didn't have a plan out. You know, a couple months of, of a plan out, and these guys kind of had a plan and. They were kind of yeah. throwing me in, and I appreciated Scott kind of getting me in as much as he could. But um, you know, I had you know, I still have a I had a, I had a life as outside of the outside of that film, so it was kind of a little bit challenging to juggle. Three kids and a beautiful wife. You know, I mean, it's not always uh, it's not always easy to find time to uh, to go to the bathroom, let alone you know jump on set with Scott. So Kevin, uh, when we're on set together on the Black Tent, you'll have to teach me what that's like to have a life. Uh, you'll have to teach me that. Uh, well, um, you have an oven, stick your head in it, turn it on, and shut the door in your head about twice a day, and still love the oven, and um, it's pretty much like that. Well, <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm very lucky to have, I'm very lucky to have a loving, amazing, supportive wife, and you just tell me what your background is and what your wife's background is, and I'm sure me and my wife could help you with the, with that. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. That was loud, cool. Yeah. Scott, could you uh, could you give that back to me a little bit because I kind of lost a little he bit. Wants, there. He wants to know. Um, he wants to know. Uh, it sounds like he wants to know, like I guess, who you looked up to. Does that sound right, Matthias? Yeah, one of your heroes were. One of my heroes were during during shooting, <laughs> or period. 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 Okay. Oh, so I mean. Um, to help in this position of the movie or to help in this position of life? Uh, period. It doesn't matter. He, he's just okay, like, I mean, what, what I've inspired. Had, I tell you what, I've had so many, I've been so blessed with so many amazing people to look up to. And I was always the type of person that I always wanted to, to learn as much as I could. And I was a hard worker my whole life and I have no problem working hard. So I would find somebody that I was like, even with the wine business, I mean, I had really no knowledge. I mean, my family made wine. They were Italians, but not to the level of, you know, uh, you know, studying in Spain, the Basque country, going to, you know, California, Davis. But it was all about um, once I found a passion, I wanted to learn. And when I met these two gentlemen, Al Natali and Ray Pissarro, 
uh, Pizzari, um, they were just two brilliant winemakers from two different cuts of cloth. One was really chemistry and one was really old world teaching. And I just fell in love with both of them, and I wanted to learn everything I could. And, you know, any time I got into business, so whether it was the, when I started my marketing company, it was I worked for this company called Beyond Advertising. The guy's name was Joe Leb. He was unbelievable. And I just, I just, I just wrote his short tales. And I, you know, I, I, I had no problem running to get you coffee. I had no problem, you know, being a fly on the wall. I had no problem doing any of that where I could learn and absorb. And I've been really blessed to have not only some incredible um, you know, father figures, if you were to look up to, um, because, my, you know, my father passed away when I was real young. But I've had some brilliant women uh, in my life to look up to. I mean, I look back, Rose Alfie was, uh, you know, she restaurant restaurateur, but she was more than that. I mean, she was this amazing, brilliant woman, businesswoman, and I just loved her so much, and I uh, looked up to her so much. And some really amazing, brilliant people. So, I mean, so uh, Barbara Wilde from Willow Creek Winery, I mean, she was, she's brilliant, a uh, brilliant woman, uh, did brilliant things. And, um, you know, I just, just, I've just been so blessed to have such great people around me to look up to. And luckily here I am, you know, a couple of movies in already and I got Scott. Scott's really helped me a lot and helped me understand a lot. And I'm still understanding a lot, but, um, you know, luckily I, I've got Scott, uh, and it wasn't some, you know, Bozo or some, some, you know, some, some guy who was just trying to, you know, throw us into the coals, but. Uh, it's just been brilliant. I'm blessed and I'm grateful every day of my life. Even I have to remind myself that sometimes. That's awesome. Uh, Cameron Tilly is our guest here on 89.1 Kids FM, and uh, we got about um, well, we got about uh, 15 or so minutes here left with uh, with uh, Kevin. And uh, for those of you who go to our Facebook page, on uh, for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, if you go to our Facebook page. Uh, Attitude Era, Monday Live Monday, like that. Go to Ken's FM page, 89.1, like that. Do a $10 month donation to follow the tower. We'll get John back and call up with an autographed picture from past guests, current guests, or future guests. And, uh, Kevin, I do believe that you can send us some autographs for giveaways, if I'm not mistaken, correct? I'm sorry. It was me, Scott. I couldn't hear him. Okay. I can hear you now. What is it you want to ask him? Well, about the, uh, he could send us some autographs for giveaways for our fans. Yeah. Kevin, he wants to know if you could send a few pictures, like, you know, giveaways, uh, autograph pictures they could give away for uh, people that are fans of the station. Um, that's the first. And absolutely, Scott, you – absolutely. I can, I'm sure, Scott, you can help me uh, do that. That's my, that's, I think it's my first time I've asked for an autograph. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so you guys have my first autographed copies. <laughs> That's great. It's fun. Absolutely. I'll make sure to hang on to one. I'll give away the other four. That sounds good. Whatever you guys need. Whatever you guys need, I'm more than happy to help. Once again, I mean, um, you know, this is any 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 word is good word. Getting it out there, and I think these are both really awesome things to be a part of both these films. I think Scott deserves a lot of credit, uh, especially, you know, working with such a, such a lower budget than, than, than you hear these big numbers in Hollywood and seeing that art can still prevail, um, you know, uh, with a crayon against, you know, a uh, million dollar printer. Well, you know, I'll tell you, uh, the, the one thing though I do like about uh, Scott, uh, Kevin, is the fact that he, he's just, 
and I'm not just saying this because cops are, but you know, he's just a genuine individual, and uh, he he can recognize talent, whether that talent has talent or whether that uh, talent has to pay to be in this picture. Scott recognizes all of that, and he's <laughs> awesome. That's true. I, I tell you, Scott. Scott is. Um... Scott is, is clear in a lot of ways, and I think that's why I got along with Scott pretty well. Um, you know, I always, I always kind of, I've, I've, I've been the owner of my own businesses. I've ran a, pretty much every business I've ever worked in for the last 20 years, so it's very hard for me to kind of like shut up, if you will. But um, when I'm around, you know, when I'm around and I'm learning, I always try to keep my mouth shut. And I know when, when I know when I'm pushing Scott a little too far, I'm like, Scott, we need to get like, you know, a whipped cream water balloon over here, and like, he's like okay, Kevin, we're not doing any of that. We're gonna do this before Andrew leaves. <laughs> you know, and uh, but like, I know, I know when, you know, I know when, and, and he's very clear with me. But I see how he is, and I'm the same way. I love good, and, and you know, I love good, I love good, you know, things to think of and things to consider. But when you're in the zone, you kind of got to sit back. And Scott, Scott is honest, and he'll tell you I am too. And I think I've I've, I've been somewhat too honest in my in my last decade. If you ask my wife, I I have no filter when it, you know. Um, but I'm trying to learn a little empathy, so I'm being a little bit more focused and cautious in what I say and how I say it. I, at least I'm trying to. But uh, we both, you know, we're, we're both. We know what direction we want to go in when we're doing something, and I really appreciate that about Scott, no doubt. Well, Kevin Tony is our guest here now. Uh, you had mentioned that you come from a line of winemakers. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that was my that's my well, it still is in a lot of ways. Um, you know, that's my profession. Uh, I've done it for the last 20 years. Now I kind of do just really just a little bit of consulting as I try to uh, try to just, I, I really, I really want to live life. I mean, I worked really, really hard for a lot of years and I spent a lot of time just working and working and working and, you know, things I was passionate about, but I have three beautiful children. I don't want to miss any more time than I have to with them. I have an amazing wife. I don't want to miss any more time with her than, than I already have. And um, so I'm really just trying to, you know, I think I think the Lord's going to guide me into where I got to go, and I know that I'll be all right, and um, I know my family will be all right no matter what. And I, I just, you know, I just kind of, I love to make wine. I love the industry. I love growing grapes. They're like my own children, you know, out in the vineyard. But and I love each bottle is you know something I'm passionate about. And um, but at the same time, I'm more passionate about learning myself and enjoying this life before it's gone. What do you think, Kevin? That, that's he's talking okay, to both of us here. What do, you, what do you want me to do? He wants to know if you, between the two of us, we can have a special wine, the black tent <laughs> wine for the premiere. <laughs> I can make I can make wine out of I can make a wine out of any single any single thing that produces uh, sugar fructose. So I've made wine out of mango, guava, apricot, grapes, cherries, strawberries, oranges, marijuana, all kinds of things. <laughs> I have been able to produce uh, wine from, and um, I would be more than happy to make a wine that you guys, uh, we can we can do it together. We can do small batch, we can do big batch. Um, you know, we can do uh, you know a couple bottles, a case. We can do a uh, hundred cases, whatever you want. We have the capacity and the, and I have the access to to do it. Well, okay, this would be perfect, Scott. This would be a perfect money maker for both uh, Kevin and you, and I would get some. Resistance. 
angels because I came up with the idea. We do. You guys get that movie done, and we'll find we'll, we can make a couple wines out of it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so much great artwork with the Black Ten already. I think incorporated that. You know, the, the labels could be auto, auto, already amazing. <laughs> Each bottle, uh, you could have a picture of one of the characters from the Black Ten on the bottle. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's right, Kevin. There's, there's a lot of different things. I mean, if you look at uh, Game of Thrones, uh, they kind of took that took that idea of, you know, doing a label, and uh, I'll tell you what, it's sold like hotcakes, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you need guys. Like, you need guys like that. that that's all, that's always my main thing. Trying to make money out of my ideas. <laughs> so now, so I just want to be. I'm just taking. I just want to make sure if I have to start taking notes here. I'm going to be producing a wine and uh, autograph pictures and send out to you guys. Right. <laughs> I'm just keeping track of what I'm agreeing to. That's all, gentlemen. Uh, okay. Uh, how big of a notebook you got? Because we're going to fill it right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, listen, I, if it's all in good fun, and we could, uh, listen, I'm all about having fun and, and doing cool yep. things. And both of these things have already sounded so cool. So um, you keep them rolling cool, and I'll be ready to, ready to pack them out. Jeez, you got Facebook, and Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok. What do you got? Um, I've got, uh, I've got pretty much all of that, but nothing, uh, branded to me. I mean, really it's, um, I mean, NJ wine guys kind of been my handle for a long time and that's kind of gotten a little bit old and, um, but I mean, it's Kevin Shelley, K-E-V-I-N last name is Shelley, which is spelled C as in Charlie, E as in Echo, L as in Lima, L as in Lima, I as in Igloo. There is no H, C E in Italian is pronounced Shelley, uh, Shell, so. It's uh, Kevin Shelley, and believe me, um, Scott shares more than I do, but I'm sure he's going to be honing in on me to do a little bit more with that anyway. Well, you know, uh, Kevin, you're just an awesome guy, and I'm glad that uh, you were we, we still got a few minutes here left with you, but I'm just glad that you're able to take time on your schedule at such short notice uh, to be on with us tonight. It's, it's amazing that you're able to uh, uh, join us uh, in a short amount of time. I think we gave you, what, three days' notice? Yeah, no, I, you know what? I mean, like I said, I, it's the least I could do. And, I, I, you know, I, I love this guy. It's so out of the box for me um, that I really enjoy it. Like, I love being out of my comfort zone. Like, you throw me in a room with a bunch of sommeliers, and I have no problem leaving the pack in a few minutes. And you hear me talking about Cabernet Sauvignon, Tolcetto, Tempranillo, any of these wines, you know, any, any wines or the varieties or how they grow and the microclimates that they grow in, I'll knock it out of the park all day. You throw me in an environment where... I have to flutter a little bit and I have to swim a little bit. I kind of really dig it. So it's been awesome. And like I said, if if it wasn't amazing, great people around me, I wouldn't do it in my life. I wouldn't, I don't have the time for it. And, you know, like I said, having Scott kind of uh, sometimes drag me through the mud rather than lead me, I've been really happy and grateful that he has. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, trust me, Kevin, when you and I are set together to Black Ten, I can give you the perfect example of getting you out of your comfort zone. Trust me on that. I've 
I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. new experiences, no doubt, all day, and and growth and spiritual growth and happiness and you know trying to uh, trying to figure out my life in this crazy life that uh, I've been given. So really, really excited about anything in the future. And if um, you know if anything, I really found that nothing in the future comes about it. Uh, I really had an awesome time doing it, and I, I met some great people, made a new great friend in Scott, and a lot of other folks too, like Andrew and the people that worked hard and. Uh, all through it. And it's been really an amazing experience. And definitely it's something that, you know, the one thing that I, you know, I have my children in the second one with me. I had my wife in the first and the second movie that I've done, which is awesome. I didn't have my oldest child in with the second movie, but I'm going to try to figure out a way that I can get Scott to even sit her on a phone call or something at the end of the movie or his credits are running or something. But, um, you know, just because that's, that's something that's, that's timeless, you know, it's, and I'm so grateful for Scott to give me that opportunity. And, um, you know, it's a, a movie, movies that I can be proud of. And, you know, how many great, 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 great grandkids from now can say, look, there's your great, 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 great grandparents in this movie. You know, it's pretty awesome. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm going to be in the Black Pit, too, and uh, my relatives are saying, why did they let him in? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyway. <laughs> I'm excited to see the Black Pit come together. I think there's so much there. It's just so much that you want for folks, and I think Scott's going to end up with the same thing, so much material, and all of it's going to be great. And uh, I know that he's worked really, really hard at putting this together, so I'm excited to see him, you know, kind of kind of bring this all in. Well, you know, Kevin, there, there is one thing, though, that I was sad about with the Black Pants. He loves seeing that uh, uh, he wrote for me and Alexis Baca. She threw that right out of the thing. She said, I'm not doing this to be <laughs> What was that? I'm sorry, I didn't get that one. She's one of the actresses that's going to be in the film. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's saying she's an actress, and he wanted to he okay. wanted to have a love scene with her, and she threw it out of the script. <laughs> well, you know, you didn't get to start off with that. You gotta, you know, maybe meet her first. You know, quarter a little bit, for God's sake. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You know, if it's, if you never know. The river flows in different ways when the tide goes up. Who knows? Well, you know, I, I did tell her, I said, you wouldn't have to worry about doing it with me. Be with my stunt double because he looks just like me, but he's a little taller and his face is different. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that, that sounds like the worst terrible pickup line I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> you don't have to do it with me. He's a little bit uglier, a little bit taller, um, and then you don't know him either. But let's, you know, give it a try. Yeah, that's, that's uh, that might be a tough one. Maybe maybe I can work with you a little bit on the marriage thing. Well, well, no, no. The, the, uh, the worst pickup line in history is "Here's my number, or call me." Maybe. Yeah, that's yep. You, you know what though? Somebody out there will find that quirky and loving if you enjoy it, and you know, there's a there's a lid for every pot. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. Have a great night. I'll make sure I get you that stuff. That whatever, whatever you guys need, I'll be more than happy to help. Yeah, call me later, Kevin. You got it, Scott. Thanks again for having me, everybody. Good night. All Good right. We are going to take another quick little commercial break. Our next guest is waiting in the wings. We'll be back after these messages, so stick with us after these messages. on 89.1 Kids FM and uh, all right all right 
We are back here on 89.1 Kens FM. And stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, the man that is most busiest time of the year is on December 24th, every single year, delivering all those packages to all the good little boys and girls. But this month on the list, he's going to tell you why. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Santa David Saunders. Oh, oh, oh. Old Santa here from Santa's Department 25 up here at the North Pole Workshop. And you're listening to the Attitude Era Monday, live Mondays on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, and also the big swing and modern nightmare Mathis. Merry Christmas every day. No, I appreciate it. Listen, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I appreciate having you on with you tonight. Yeah, here's how we're going to do this, uh, uh, Santa. Uh, I'm going to, uh, we're going to ask you a few questions, and we'll, I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll do a roundtable, and we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the tougher questions. Uh, but first, before we do that, give us a little background about yourself, as if everybody doesn't know who Santa is. But uh, Well, um, as you know, I am Santa, and uh, so basically... Um, what I do is um, I go around, and um, what I do is mostly a lot, uh, a lot of home visits. Uh, 90% of my business is, is home visits, which is um, unlike going to a mall or something, personal up-close experience with me um, at your home, and uh, you get as many photos as you want. You get an up-close experience, but I also a lot of photography. I've done some some movies, things like that. So um, yeah, kind of with my business, I do a lot of I do some charity events as well, things like that. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, you also have the 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 greatest mustache in the entire world. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I do try hard to uh, to keep the mustache looking pretty good. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. So uh, I've, I've been fortunate enough to be in three Christmas movies. Um, I have two in the in the hopefully in the making. Um, I've I've been in a total of I think nine movies. Uh, so not all not all Christmas movies, but I would rather really just do Christmas movies. But um, they've not all been Christmas movies. We have. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, say that again? Well, one of the movies that uh, you have upcoming is uh, called Escape from the Naughty List. In fact, I think that would be a story about me. Yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty pretty lucky. Um, uh, a, a buddy of mine, he's uh, not too far from where I'm at, um, asked if I would be interested in doing that movie with him, so it's kind of in the making. We're going to get together here uh, over the holidays and then after the holidays and See what we can work out and then and, and uh, get that rolling. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that one. It's uh, I can't really say too much about it because it's 
it's not made yet, obviously. But um, sounds like a, a pretty good uh, backstory, and I think it could be a really good Christmas movie. So I'm pretty excited about that one. That is so true. In fact, it's just quite the opposite. It's always so hot. <laughs> you know, you go in someone's house and it's like they have their heater up to about 74, 75, and I'm sweating my, my uh, chestnuts off. But uh, <laughs> it's great, you know. I'm, I'm always pretty warm, and uh, I try to keep it real, man. I have a lot of different suits and, and shirts and vests and things like that. I try to always mix it up and, and give people a different look. So it's kind of nice, you know. Um but yeah, they're definitely warm. That is for sure. So when you go to somebody's house to make an appearance at Santa Claus, and they got their heat turned up to 80 degrees, and then you finally get done, and, you're, and let's you say, well, hey, we're, we're going to have you here for three hours. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to sweat off like 12 pounds. Yeah, it's crazy. So, so I'm pretty lucky. Uh, you know, I have a kind of a a thing that I do, I have um, a lot of different shirts and vests. So when I get there, I'll take my jacket off and I'll give them a look of a, almost like a workshop look, you know, and I'll just keep my shirt and my vest on for the photos and and for the, for the visit and things like that. So I don't have to keep my jacket on, which is nice. But if I'm outside and it's chilly, you know, I have my jacket and it, it keeps me warm. So that's nice. Hey, how you doing? Um, hey, I'm doing well. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. I'm doing fine. Um, but when you go for uh, different roles, like is there, is there anything like in particular you look for when you're, you know, looking for different movies and all? Yeah, you know, um, I mean, like I said, I, I've done, I guess, about nine different movies. Um, so I've been really blessed, you know, because acting wasn't something I kind of even thought I'd get into. Um I just kind of lucked into it. I started doing some commercials and ads locally. And then um, I got, I just kind of hooked up with a director uh, that I did the three Christmas movies with. And um, when I did the first one, he sent me the script and I just kind of fell in love with it. So Mm -hmm. honestly, for me, I just kind of want to talk to someone and see what their script's about and, um, and just go from there. I just, I want to feel I just want to kind of know the role and see if I'm even going to like the role, to be really honest with you. Uh, for me, my obviously my, my niche is Santa, so I just really kind of want to keep those roles as Christmas roles and make it a family-friendly, fun kind of movie, you know, and, and yeah. go from there. So if um, I don't connect with the role or, or the movie, why do it, you know? I want to, I want to give it the best I can give it. Absolutely. You have to love what you do, otherwise it's just not going to work. Yeah, absolutely. So I've, I've been pretty lucky. The the three that I have done so far were with the same director, and then um, 
I've, I've written one and we're waiting to hopefully get picked up with another one that I did with a buddy of mine. And then uh, the um, Escape from the Naughty List is with another guy. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about those, the next two. And are they short films or feature? Uh, feature. Both are feature films. So mm-hmm. hopefully they'll get picked up and, and be something something good. I think they I think they've got a little something special. So now when you say picked up, do you mean you're looking for the distribution deal or you're looking for the actual like budget to make the film? Uh well, you know, there's always the budget, but I mean like the distribution as far as like someone picking them up and putting them on a network or and going mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. You know, you can always get the funding, but then it's who's gonna pick them up and distribute them and, and put them on the exactly. network. So yeah, that's the yeah, this thing, is true. You know? Yeah. So, but I think with Christmas, I, I think there's always uh, I, I think there's always that that want people always want a good Christmas movie to go out there and you know. So yeah, I'm hoping. You know, I'm always hopeful. <laughs> you have so, to be. You have to be an optimist in this business. You really do. You really do. You really do. So. You say what is one of the the hardest things I've had to do? Absolutely. Whew, wow. Um you know, honestly, um other than uh, the go 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 probably like yourself, um I would say uh visiting uh sick children, you know, um it's uh it's, and it's not that it's hard, it's just that it's um taxing you know it's um it's difficult only because uh you know it's it's hard to see uh children that that might not uh make it out of the hospital or uh make it to the next day you know um i try to give i started my business in um 
because my son wanted to start the business and he wanted to do nice things for people. So we, we did a lot of charity. We, and I still try to do a lot of charity. So um, we visit like cancer hospitals and like this year I visited a child that's, that's pretty sick with cancer. And, and that, that's probably the hardest thing. And it's not that it's hard to see them or visit them because it's a, it's a great thing and I love seeing them. It's just like mentally taxing. And, and I don't know if that makes sense or not. It's just, um, it's really hard to see see such sick children, knowing that like uh, I have such good health and my family's in such good health, and, and you know that uh, their families are so so sad and uh, you know not knowing where what their children or what their next day is going to bring. You know, so it's nice that I can do that for them and, and bring them a little bit of happiness and some smiles. But uh, I feel so, you know you, you leave there kind of taxed, like man, you know, feel bad that these children. You know who knows what the, what tomorrow brings for them. You know, does that make sense? Absolutely, that makes sense. And when you're uh, when you're doing uh, Santa Claus, and we're we're going to talk about uh, some of the other stuff that uh, uh, you've done. Uh, but uh, I'm sorry, you broke broke up a bit. I apologize. What's that? Well, do you get to do a lot of parades at Santa Claus? Uh, parades. Honestly, I've never I've never done a parade. No, I've, I've never done one. Um, a buddy of mine was telling me, uh, you know, oh, you should do the Macy's parade, but I've actually never done a parade. It'd, it'd be kind of cool to do one. Well, you know, the other cool thing is, uh, uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll we'll talk more about uh, uh, being uh, being Santa Claus, but there's there's a couple other things that uh, you're uh, you're known for. And, you know, it's funny how Santa Claus on uh, Christmas Eve goes down the chimney, uh, which is a fireplace. Uh, you're also a... Uh, I am. I, I, that's that's very true. I've been a, a career firefighter uh, for 30 years, or just about 30 years now. Uh, so it's a, a very rewarding job. Uh, I've enjoyed it very much. I'm a career, uh, career fire lieutenant, so... Uh, yeah, it's a good job. I enjoy it very much. Third-generation fireman. My son's a fourth-generation fireman. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool, you know. Uh, I really enjoy it. You know, the one thing I've noticed, uh, you must like to wear heavy uniforms. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy, huh? I don't know what my problem is. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. The, the main thing is uh, uh, your, your outfit and your uniforms do a lot of good for a lot of people. But well, I appreciate that. There is, one, there is one movie I want to ask you about. It's on demand right now. It's uh, Christmas Walters, and I, I happened to check it out when it first premiered on November 26th. Can you tell us a little bit about that movie? Yeah, so, you know, uh, I wish I had been in it, but uh, Christmas versus the Walters, man, it was hilarious. I, and, you know, it came out a couple of years ago. And uh, they hit me up on uh, social media and asked if I would do a um, a social media commercial with them for, and for them when it was first coming out. Um, and so I was like, heck yeah, you know. I mean, there's a lot of um, A-listers in that movie. And um, I just thought it'd be, for me, I thought it'd be a lot of good publicity. You know, get me out there, show my face. And uh, so they were kind enough to um, allow me to do just that they did a, a social media commercial with me and uh yeah i mean geez it got probably hundreds of thousands of hits and um it's a great movie if you if you saw it i thought it was pretty funny <laughs> but uh yeah so 
I, I unfortunately was not in the movie, but uh, but I did get to do the social media commercial, and uh, they gave me the reel, so I was really grateful to them for allowing me to do that with them. I know, right? That'd be awesome. I think that'd be awesome. I mean, he's not, he, he had to stop and, uh, before he could finish delivering these presents, he had to stop and fight, stop, fight this fight first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be all right. That'd be, that'd be the deal, wouldn't it? Kind of, sort of is. So, all I want for Christmas, uh, wonderful time of the year, and Christmas telethon, I, I really kind of lucked out and um, met, met a, uh, the the director, um, and it's through Lionsgate. Um, they needed a Santa for all I want for Christmas, the first one that they did, and um, I just, you know, he and I kind of hit it off and. Uh, he kept me for all three of the movies. So Christmas Telethon is kind of sort of like that. It's uh, basically about a, a radio station that needs funding to stay in, you know, in business. So Santa goes in there and tries out to basically be the guy that that announces the whole telethon. So it was, it was fun. To, it was fun to make. It's not out yet, but it's supposed to be coming out this year. I haven't heard much about it since. Um, since we filmed it, so I'm hoping it comes out before Christmas, but uh, I think it's like in limbo right now, so we'll see what happens, but uh, it should be pretty funny, man. It, it was really fun to make. Um, Patrick Warburton was in it, if you know who he is. He was in um, Seinfeld. He was um, uh, Putty, Putty in, in uh, Seinfeld. Yep. He, he's hilarious, so that was fun to make. And then uh, a wonderful time of the year. I, I had a really, really small part, but uh, again, it was fun to make. Uh, Tom Arnold was in it, so a, a good movie, good family movies. They're all kind of like PG, PG thirteen. And then um, the first one I did was All I Want for Christmas, and I was really kind of shocked. I had a, a pretty large part. I played two parts. I played Elf Joe and uh, Santa Claus, and uh, Sean Patrick Flannery was in it. So that was that was fun. So, you know, it was a good time. Uh, they're all still streaming. Uh, well, the two are still streaming. So uh, all I want for Christmas is on Pluto TV. And then uh, A Wonderful Time of Year is on, uh, I believe, Prime and Showtime still. So, so they were good. They were fun. Uh, you mentioned The Milkman. Milkman was actually a um, a book, a novel that was written. And the author wanted it to be made into a movie. So uh, they made it into a uh, feature movie, and I think that's that's uh, still out on Prime right now. So that was fun to make. It was it was different, kind of put out a different side. I was kind of a the corrupt police chief, so brought out a different side of my life, I guess, <laughs> something different. 
milkman is perfect. Oh, there you go. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. And one, uh, one other point I do want to ask you about, but first uh, I want to come back to uh, real quick, is uh, the uh, it's a wonderful time of the year, and uh, uh, Baltimore Bomb, is, is, are any of these based on true events? No, no. Wonderful time of the year uh, was not, um, although it was kind of uh, – just after uh, the pandemic, so it's like really like a, about a family that kind of finally gets back together for Christmas after the pandemic. So it's kind of cool. Like so, I guess it's not not really a, a true like any not, no true events or anything, but it's kind of cool. It's like you know how about about how people kind of finally get get to get together again after the pandemic. And uh, the Baltimore bomb is just. Um, the production company is, is called Father Son Productions, and uh, they just kind of came up with an idea. And um, it's like a whole series. Uh, Baltimore Bomb, they have like three or four, maybe even five uh, episodes in the series. So they're, they're more short stories, I guess, maybe like 45 minutes long um, in, the, in, the, in the series. <clears throat> so they just kind of came up with ideas and just went with them. But it's about, um, you know, like the corruption in the police department and in, in the towns, the all the um, just like all the bad things. So a cop finally kind of turns vigilante and uh, tries to change things. So it's kind of cool. You know, uh, uh, we have uh, Santa Davis Anderson, I guess, here on eighty nine point one Kids FM. We got about uh, ten minutes here left with uh, Santa. I know that uh, Scott is listening. You know, uh, Scott is a film director. Hey, Scott, I just thought of a perfect project that we can uh, uh, do with uh, Mr. Uh, with, with Santa. How about this? What's that? We, we do a movie based on both what he does, Santa Claus and firefighting. The firefighting Santa Claus. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a winner. <laughs> Sounds good to me, man. I'm in. Yep. Yep. story can be around like someone that goes around and set, sets fires around Christmas, like an arsonist who sets fires around Christmas. And there you go. There you go. There you are. Yeah, that's a great story right there. Yeah, they, I guess they should have watered their trees, right? There you go. Uh, we have uh, we have uh, uh, we have David in our guest here. We have Santa Claus, and it's great to have you. And uh, like I said, we got several minutes here left with you. But before we uh, so we don't forget here, if our fans want to check out the kids, you got Facebook, and Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, and Twitch, and TikTok. What do you got? Yeah, so um, pretty much everything. I'm on uh, my big thing is Instagram. Uh, I'm also on Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, uh, Cameo. And uh, that's pretty much it. Um, everything's under Santa Department 25. So, yeah, I'm on pretty much uh, pretty much all social media. I don't do Snapchat. I, I don't do Snapchat, and I don't do uh, Twitter. So. And for those of you who listen to our Facebook page, uh, for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, if you go to our Facebook page, you have to do the air Monday Live Monday like that. But 89.1 Ken's FM page like that. Do a $10 more donation to Power of the Tower. We'll get you autographed and qualified with an autographed picture of past guests. 
Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, and I'll send you with the address where that. Uh, once again, we have uh, Santa Claus as our guest here. One other movie I do want to ask you about, uh, and I don't know if you can talk about it because it says it's upcoming, but. Yeah, that's still, um, you know, I just kind of um, helped them out with that. Uh, they asked if I would, um, so they have me as a, a producer, but, you know, when you when you kind of get that um, credit, basically I just um, helped them out with funding, which, um so you get a producer credit, but it's a it's a good backstory. It's um, basically about the uh, trafficking uh, industry. So it's it's not out yet. I don't I don't know a whole lot about it. It's uh, still not out. They're still they're still filming, um, but uh, it should be a good movie. Um, you know, it's a, a story that I think should come out. So I, I figured um, you know I would I would back them, support them. And uh, hopefully, hopefully they get all the the funding they need to to finish up the project. You know. Well, one thing I was going to ask you, you know, as a as a firefighter in Santa Claus. Uh, now, do you uh, you you only do uh, do you do Santa Claus year round as well, or just in December? So I do. Um, I I actually do uh, run my business year round. Obviously, it's not as busy. Um, I, I do some Christmas in July. Uh, I'm on Cameo, so if people want like a Cameo, I have a, a studio basically in my house that I can do videos all year. Um, I've been slacking here lately just because I've been so busy. But as far as like TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, I try to try to keep up with videos and things like that. Everything I do is is very child friendly, obviously. Um, so I try to always put out good messages. Um, you know, very um, like good messages. You know, to keep keep people like motivated and things like that. Um, so July July picks up a little bit for me, and then like it slows down. And then from October until about Christmas Day, I'm like pretty busy. October and November, I do a lot of photography, and then middle of November through Christmas Day, it's all. Uh, home visits all day, every day. So it's kind of hit or miss throughout the year, but like like I said, you know, July is pretty busy, and then October through uh, Christmas Day is pretty steady. So. so I'm kind of curious, with all your appearances in Santa Claus, uh, how much milk and how many cookies do you eat in a year? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I've cut back a lot. I'm not going to lie. I've actually lost quite a bit of weight. Um, I don't know. Uh, quite a quite a few cookies, probably a few hundred. <laughs> it, it it all depends. I had a, quite a few tonight. I'm not gonna lie to you. So, I, I did a home visit and they were they were pretty good. They made some homemade cookies. I probably had six or seven. So, it it all depends on the night. Yeah, yesterday I got probably a couple dozen chocolate chip cookies, and then the day before, I live in uh, like the Amish area, and I I love pumpkin, pumpkin anything, I'm in, and um, I've got a, a a kid that follows me around, and he, he's awesome, and his grandpa will bring them to some of the events I go to, and they make me uh, 
like pumpkin cookies or pumpkin roll. And the other day they met me and brought me pumpkin scones. Oh my, dude, they're so good. So, yeah, I, I do get some care packages. Well, if you if you like if you like pumpkins, are you a fan of pumpkin spice? I would guess. Oh yeah. Here's one thing. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but are you familiar with uh, a store called Spencer's Gifts? Yeah. Did you know that this uh, this year they released a a uh, pumpkin uh, spice care package. They had pumpkin spice flavored uh, or scents, pumpkin spice scented shampoo and conditioner, pumpkin spice soap, pumpkin spice body wash, and pumpkin spice deodorant and toothpaste. <laughs> I did not know that. That's funny. And I'm guessing you don't like pumpkin. That, uh, you don't like pumpkin that much to. Uh, Pumpkin spice deodorant, I would guess. That's hilarious. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, I would, I would remember, but it's like, you know, I, I, I'm ashamed of it. I don't really like pumpkin spice anything. But when I saw the cure package, I had to buy that kit just so I could put it in my bathroom just as a conversation piece. Yeah, no kidding. Jeez. Stuff. They have the pumpkin spice shampoo, conditioner. They even have pumpkin spice pet shampoo. So if you want to have your, if you want to have the reindeer smell like pumpkin pie, you can do that. Well, I might have to check that out. They have peppermint shampoo. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Now, I have some peppermint spray that I'll put on, you know, but uh, I didn't know they had peppermint shampoo. That's interesting. Can you imagine that peppermint shampoo? Jeez Louise, that's crazy. Well, I'll tell you what, we appreciate uh, you taking time out of your schedule. You have been so awesome and wonderful, and I'm glad that you're able to join us. And I will understand if you don't ever want to make an appearance again, but we would definitely love to have you back on. Because uh, uh, the next time we have you back on, we'd like to talk to you more about uh, being a firefighter and all the all the good that you do in the community. And like, uh, so I, I'm sure you have a lot of stories as a firefighter as well. <laughs> yeah, there's some stories. I mean, uh, and I would I would absolutely love to uh, come back on. I really appreciate you guys having me on and allowing me to to be a guest with you guys. I appreciate your time very much. Heck yeah. You know, I'm always in on something good, right? There you go. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Shannon, you have been wonderful, and uh, hopefully you've taken me off the naughty list, and we will have some cookies and milk waiting for you, and uh, maybe even a slice of pumpkin pie waiting for you at our house on New New Year's, on Christmas Eve. Well, I appreciate it very much. I'll see you guys in 20 nights, and... uh, I hope you have a wonderful night and a very Merry Christmas. I appreciate you guys very much. I hope you have a great night. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shannon. We love you. Take care, bud. All right. You too, buddy. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. You know how uh, a lot of people uh, use the term, the F word for wrestling, right? So a lot of people use the F word for Santa. So I wonder why there's never been a, a, a wrestling Santa. <laughs> 
would go hand in hand. She would. Anyway, so we're just waiting for our, our first guest here. Uh, our next, not our first guest, our next guest. And uh, we're going to have fun here with Amanda. She's going to talk to us a little bit about uh, uh, what she's got going on. But uh, so, uh, Scott, what do you think? Yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah, we'll have to mull that around a while. Mm-hmm. Got to develop it. Take some time. But it's, a, it's an interesting concept. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. is uh, you know just like kind of like die on a hill somewhere, but uh, I'm always thinking about good things to do and good things to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I like it, lots of good stuff that I'd like to pitch to you, uh, but I'm going to wait until we're together because uh, there's probably someone that's developing the story that I uh, I pitched right now on the air, and uh, hey, and it's all recorded here. We see anybody with a firefighting Santa Claus movie, I want my residuals. Absolutely. You came up with it first. to hear you and it's staticky. I I have brand new iPhone and a fifteen and a brand new AirPods and it's still kind of fuzzy. If you could can you yeah, talk I louder? Like hearing them too. Oh, I can hear you now. Oh, I can't hear you. Yeah, okay. We're trying to I can't hear the I have no idea what's going on. Uh we need to have our engineer look at that uh when we're off air, but we will fight through it in a uh uh, Scott, if you can hear me, maybe you can translate uh, the questions. I can hear Scott. You can hear him or me? Oh, uh, you. I can hear you. Yeah. I'm Scott here. Perfect. Okay. That's what I, okay. okay. Well, I'm Amanda Antoinette. Nice to meet you, Amanda. And nice to meet you, Scott. <laughs> so, um, am I on air? You are. I'm just waiting for Icon to talk. Okay. Very, very broken little. Yeah, I can hear you, though, enough. Hold on one second. Okay. He's asking us to hold on. Yeah, I'm going to – what if I try to play it through my TV? Because I could hear you guys a lot better through the TV. You can try, but I think it that work on my computer. It didn't work on your computer? Mm-mm. And it didn't work for my other guy that was on earlier. Yeah, I heard someone couldn't hear, but, but I could hear while I was listening through the TV. Um, yeah, I married it through the TV. It works. You went, hold on one second. Okay, I have a techie guy that's going to turn it on the TV for me right now because I didn't even mirror it, my, mirror it myself. Right. What? What's he wants you to happen? do the background on yourself. Okay, okay. Oh, he says I can't listen to that in conversation. It's too much delay, he said. 
Okay. All right, so... I will. Okay, so I am I am half Native American, half Italian, adopted into a, an all-Italian family, and I started acting classes, which came with my adoption papers asking me to be put into the arts because my biological family, that's what, what they did, and my biological mother's 14, so when I was about five years old, my father, which I call father to this day, uh, that raised me, he put, started me in acting school in Lexington, Michigan, and I went on through that until I was about 17 years old every summer. So that's what I did every summer for my, you know, when I was out of school for for the summer vacation. I went two out of three months to summer camp in Lexington. It was drama theater camp. And at about 17, I took a break. And, um, you know, I was doing, of course, the school stuff and a senior. And after I graduated, the first time I ever did anything that was pretty big was I went to Second City in Detroit, not the Novi. So when they first came here, um, you know, obviously Chicago is the very first um, Second City. But they opened up here in Detroit, and when I was 21, I got a job there. Worked two years with, uh, believe it or not, it, um, oh, she passed away now, but uh, Dick Curtin's daughter. So I, I was a sub-fill-in for her, and sometimes I worked with her as a comedian, you know, skit improv. And then I went on to cosmetology. Then I, then I graduated from that. Worked as a cosmetologist for a while after I stopped working at Second City and it closed down. Then I um, went into school for makeup artistry and went into special effects after I graduated with that. So started working with the latex and all that. Um, I also, from about 18 years old to 22 years old, I worked at the auto show uh, in Detroit, you know, did Kobo. Um, and I actually couldn't do our own Detroit shows, though. So I, I traveled four months out of the year, um, three months, three to four months, and I had to memorize a whole big book on whatever car I did that year. And um, so my photograph, that's what made me go in wanting to act and be an actress because I could look at something, study it, and remember it. And then I just had to work on the character. Well, that's where I remembered everything. If you ask me anything about those cars today, I could probably give you the basic structure, but I couldn't tell you, you know, 454 barrel was in this car or like the Trans Am I could remember that I did. But other stuff I I would not remember uh, to this day. But that whole two weeks, I could remember it with my with my eyes shut, probably sleeping. <laughs> and uh, so that's what actually brought me to all that. Uh, and I did cosmetology for many years. And um, I got an accident in 96, and my hand went numb, and I, I hurt my back, so I stopped doing cosmetology because of that and went back into acting. And um, then I got pregnant, <laughs> and that put everything on hold, so I started a family. So I, my last child just graduated this year, and I've been full force going back to acting school because you can never improve your craft enough. Um, I went back, uh, let's see, in 2020, and I've been off for about a year. So I, I've been also in two feature films since 2021, um, I've done a lot of little things, a lot of school monologues, a lot of, uh, I mean, if, if I were to 
try to get everything together for you right now. I can't count everything that I've done uh, from commercials for bed and breakfast to commercials for real estate um, and stuff like that. So I, I, my, my range is very wide. I can hear you, Scott. He cut out. I there's can't hear Scott. him. There's two Scott. Oh, okay. There's there's two well, Scott. Well, he's an right icon. I'm Scott. Yes. Okay. He goes by icon. I get it. There's uh, my friend Amanda that I'm in a, a Nephroland series with right now. I just started uh, this year. <clears throat> I She said she, she has met you before previously. Uh, we call her Dark Rain because we call her Rain – because I, we're both Amanda, so and they call me Antoinette. So it's like Antoinette, Amanda, and Scott, you know how your icon, how one Scott is icon, so icon, and you're Scott. So I I understand completely why they're different names. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, plus radio personality, right? So icon is like yeah, my friend. Yeah, that's his, that's your radio. Can you hear me? I don't know if he's still on or not. I can't hear him at all. Yeah, I have a really hard time. Uh, when I was listening through the TV, it was okay, though. Um, it was still a little rough, but it wasn't as bad as the one your last guest said. He, he was having a hard time hearing him. I was like, mm-hmm. well, but I heard I heard you clear, clear as day, I think, because you were on then, too, right? Yeah, With I can hear guest? the guests clear. Yeah, I, just, I can't hear Icon or Matthias very well tonight for some reason. They... There, there must be something going on on their end. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm an independent mm-hmm. filmmaker. Oh, okay. Well, very yeah, nice I've... to meet you. I think Scott told me about you. Probably, yeah. Referring he's... to you as Scott, Scott Hand. Yeah. Is he there? Icon, are you there? No, Icon is not there. Um, so yeah, um, I'm, I'm just we just got to a final cut on my first feature film, which is a werewolf movie like Kane, and I'm working on oh, a um, work, work, yeah, working on a work print for a comedy that we had just wrapped on a few weeks ago called Five Losers on a Line. So I'm going to be looking okay. at a new work print of that tomorrow, and then of course we have my bigger project, The Black Tent, coming up hopefully in March. I'm still waiting on okay. some deals to go through, but. Icon begged and pleaded and pleaded and begged for a role in the film, and I caved in. He will be in the film, both he and Matthias. Yeah, I'd like to help you good. As long, you know, especially if the chemistry with everybody else around him is good, it, he'll. Yeah. It, it, I call it playing house. Yes. That's, that's what acting <laughs> is to me. I go to play house. <laughs> exactly. Whether, exactly. Whether, whether or not. <laughs> yeah, I was in a uh, the one of the recent well a year ago, uh, and I did my own makeup because I'm a makeup artist also. So I, I was playing a possessed spirit out of Detroit, and um, so so it depends, you know, what I'm doing. I, I'll still call it playing house, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I was possessed, trying to uh, uh, trying to snap out of it, and and just. Whatever it, the movie is called, uh, Spirits of Detroit. It was a short for uh, a Royal Star Film Festival. For mm-hmm. it was called Horror Roulette. So you spin the wheel and you get a genre, and everybody mm-hmm. makes a short film. So and then I was also in another one, but I was just a featured extra. It was called The Past. 
So it was okay. kind of like a video game. I don't know if you ever heard of a video game called Dead by Daylight. It's kind of that type of story. I've heard of it. I've never played it, though. Okay. Yeah, my kids play it. So I have an, one that, that that just turned 19. He graduated earlier this last summer. And then my mm-hmm. other one just turned 23. He graduated in 220. So okay. um, they play. So I get to watch. And I'm not going to lie. I'm a gamer, but uh, mm-hmm. but I'm not... I'm not, I don't. I don't play all kinds of games. There's like I'll find one and I'll like it for a while. And if I'm frustrated and I need to go beat someone up, I'll go play Mortal Kombat or something like that. You know. <laughs> and I'll take it out on. I'll take it out on the kids on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, so <laughs> now, what do you have a favorite a genre? Do you have a favorite genre uh, in movies or no? Comedy is my is my comfort zone, but. I'd say um, I, I, my favorite is horror. So, mm-hmm. but my, why, why that's out of my comfort zone uh, because that's what I that's what I enjoy to watch. So I think, mm-hmm. um, and and it's it's something completely out of the norm. So it takes mm-hmm. me away from the regular every day. Yeah. yeah, that's what I like about it, Tim. Like Hayes, a werewolf movie, and of course, even the Black Tent. My next picture. That's that's going to be a return to horror as well. Okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah, most of the so, stuff yeah, I write is far. Okay. Oh, you know, one thing I, I, I didn't mention. I was on the show called um, Face Off, and I was okay. brought on there with someone else that was going on there. Well, my grandma in 2013 was really sick, and it was either come home and see her before she passes away, and she was going to pass away, and, and do the funeral, or stay. And, you know, right after I just got there, I had to turn around the next day and come back. So I was actually going to be on the show, but I had to forfeit before I even started because of that. But it was nice to, to even be, you know, considered. And I mean, more than mm-hmm. considered, you know, I made it, but mm-hmm. I had to uh, renege myself, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But um, that, that type of stuff. So I'm really interested in working with latex and silicone. So there's a lot of new stuff. It, every year there's something new. So Necroland, they wanted to put me through a test and not give me real products. I had to go, you know, I found different um, uh, texture and, and grout stuff to make tentacles for a monster for Necroland. And that's a, a web series that I'm in. And and he was like, he didn't know what he wanted for sure. So I went in, we went around, and I was like, I can use this. I can use this. I can use this. And, it, and of course, spray paint at the end is going to, you know, put, make everything that is definitely not what the thing is look like it. <laughs> and and I pulled it off. And uh, and I actually, you know, I took a couple pictures of it, and, that, you know, I passed the test. So I guess I am going to be going uh, in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be doing some uh, special effects uh, makeup artistry for, for Necroland again. I don't know if it's going to be the nice. finishing product, because I only made two tentacles. He wanted to see what, oh. if I could make tentacles and make them look good, and mm-hmm. I did. So, but I don't know what's going on with the uh, if if they're going to have to fix it and have me on another day. That's. That I don't fine. know. I don't even hear them. I don't even know if we're still on or not. Right. You know, I mean, it, I can't hear I can icon or empathize. Okay, let me see if I. Um, well, well, at least we can exchange information. <laughs> oh, let's see. 
We'll be just talking right now. Apparently, they're having an issue. Okay. Okay, that's so, fine. That's fine. All right. So, uh, like, when you, um, now, how long have you been acting? Oh, I started when I was very, uh, I was very young, but then I had that long break. Mm-hmm. So, every, yep. everything I've, yep. I've done, I, I'd say since, pretty much since I was born. <laughs> Believe it or not. And, and, and and how I supplemented myself in between was uh, I, I was a bartender at gentlemen's clubs and for on and off for 20 years. And I had to be an actress there too. So that was like probably the most acting I've ever done in my life is bar, you know, bartending in a, in mm-hmm. a topless bar. But mm-hmm. I mean, when did I start? Pretty much when I, when I was, uh, Oh, I started acting classes when I, uh, summer out of kindergarten. So, you know, um, and I was also getting at the same time I had to pick a side, which is not the same thing as reading, a, you know, a side for an audition. Uh, the side was horseback riding, you know, because it was drama theater camp. And I had mm-hmm. to pick two sides and it was swimming and horseback riding. And the swimming, I actually carried it out through every summer. And I became a lifeguard. At, well, I had my permit at 15. I was lifeguard at 16. And I did that for two years. At a country mm-hmm. uh, golf course, golf course near uh, where my family went golfing at. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I started. I started young. Uh, the first commercial I did was for a bed and breakfast in Rochester, Michigan, and mm-hmm. uh, that's where I grew up. Was Rochester, Michigan, mm-hmm. and um, let's see. Yeah, I've, I've been acting pretty much my whole life, other than you know having and my kid's dad passed away. So as a single mother, I just dedicated my life to my kids until they were out of school and mm-hmm. that's it so I actually two years before my son graduated high school I started going back to schooling myself the best school acting school in Michigan next to the prestigious CCS in Detroit mm-hmm. which is college, where my son's going to go college uh, for creative studies I, I couldn't afford that and um, you know <laughs> I'm paying for it myself in the last couple of years. So mm-hmm. the acting school is called the Actors Loft, and I just went back into it just, you know, to give me a little bit of confidence, and I felt like if I was in the school, I'd have the right leads, and I'd have... I've been networking for a long time, so um, I was I was actually uh, discussing with, with John Goodman, John Goodman from Roseanne, um, mm-hmm. about... Uh, how, excuse me? Did you guys hear what me? That was it. Oh, there he is. He's back. Go ahead, Icon. Oh, okay, well, here's I the deal. I'm actually, I'm actually calling into the. Uh, I'm actually having to call in to the studio so you guys okay. can hear me. But okay. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, uh, we're, we're having some technical difficulty at the studio. And uh, uh, Scott, I do appreciate you uh, taking the uh, uh, taking over the reins there. I tried to uh, text you, let you know what's going on, but whatever. Yeah, so, I got anyways, it. So here's what we'll do here. I completely uh, understand. One thing I do want to ask you, though, Amanda, is uh, you also uh, uh, used, I believe you used to be a model for the Hawaiian Tropics. Oh yes, I did that. I did uh, Miss October. Yes, I was uh, yeah. Scott Randall from the Riff Station. He can get a copy of it, and and um, because of my flood in two thousand nine, my copy is no longer, but it is still uh, with W R I F, which you know I'm sure everybody. But he's heard of Arthur Penthall. He was the one that ran the Hawaiian Tropics. 
in in Hawaii, the one I went to. And it was uh, Riff is the one that sponsored it that year. They sponsored it for a few years. Um, and they were one of the sponsors, I should say. Have you guys ever heard of Riff? W R I F FM Radio in Michigan? No. No. Oh, okay. Um, yes, well, I won the land traffic. You know, you mentioned uh, Michigan, uh, and I'll admit I'm a, I'm a Buckeyes fan myself. So, uh, you know, there's <laughs> obviously a big rivalry like that. But uh, uh, right. you guys, uh, <laughs> you guys have gotten the best of us over the last couple of years, and uh, I do believe that uh, Matthias is here with us right now. Are you there? Yep, I'm here. All right. Well, so here's what, yeah, here's what we're doing here. We're actually calling in on the phone. Uh, until we can get our technical difficulties fixed here. I'm sure this is riveting for everybody else listening on the air, but what did this give you an interview like you would as a phone competition? A what competition? A phone competition? Yes. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually talking to you on the phone. And, right. It's echoing uh, a little bit, but I can hear you. Because we're having issues with our phone company or something like that, so we'll, we'll just continue here. So, uh, uh, you've also done a lot of biacting. Uh, what, uh, and you, you're also a ringer as well. What was that yeah. like? Yeah. A ringer, for Showtime. What was it like? Uh, it was great. Yeah. It was at the Palace Showtime fights, Tuesday night fights. I started out for, with the boxing, uh, a ring girl for that. And I, we wore the Corona outfits because Corona was the biggest sponsor. And I did that only for one year for Showtime. And then I, I went on to, uh, for Joseph Donofrio and doing um, for Channel 20, TV 20, uh, fight nights at the, for cage fighters so instead of boxing. But I did start out as a ring girl in boxing. And, uh, um, well, Bias, you're a wrestler. you ever uh, have any ring girls at the events that you're at? Uh, none that I ever called. No. Uh, nobody's been able really to afford shows like that, uh, ring girls and stuff. But I've had, uh, I've had a few managers that were female before, uh, but that was because they begged to be a part of it. And I said, sure. Uh, cause who doesn't want to accompany the champion out to the ring? Right. Well, just think about this though. If they, they did have ring girls, you'd probably just take them home with you, right? Well, I am the man from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst nightmare. So, you know, whatever, uh, it's that's that's behind closed curtains. That's behind closed curtain talk. <laughs> Top notch, right? <laughs> so we have a man uh, guest here on eighty nine point one Kansas FM. We got about uh eight minutes here left before our theme song gets. But uh man, tell us uh, some of the projects that you're involved in with now that you're working on. Uh, I'm involved with, with what? There's some of the projects that you're working on now that you're that you want to talk about. Oh, okay. Okay, I am working on uh, Necroland, and it's actually been in the works uh, on and off for 10 years. Not not actually worked on, but write, the writer was writing for it. So he has about 10 seasons written and only four episodes of the first season right now that are actually three out. The fourth and fifth episode of season one, which he finally started working on uh, two years ago, I was hired with, with Amanda, Amanda that was on your show before, Dark Rain. Um, we are both in it. We're cult girls. 
and it's kind of like um like it doesn't have anything to do with zombies, but if you were to watch the trailer, you'd see a lot of people they're rage people they're called so they they got sick with a virus, but they're alive, but they have a lot of blood dripping from them so it's 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 a horror um uh, I would put it like a horror sci-fi thriller. I wouldn't call it horror as much. I would call it sci-fi thriller. That's what I would call it. Yeah, and, and the, man, uh, the, the sad thing is, uh, Scott kind of gave away my secret. He knows I like to beg and plead to get roles, but uh, uh, what would I have to do to be part of uh, one of your TV series uh, episodes? Oh, you would have to, well, you'd have to be at Michigan and probably pay for your own travel. The, he does pay for gas money, but I don't think he would pay for that much gas money. <laughs> well, well here's, here's the thing, though. All I, all I ask for is opportunity, you know. Oh, yeah. If you want to take a vacation here, I'll get you in. No problem. Amanda's and, uh, the casting I, director of it. Amanda, oh, if he would like to. Hey, and Scott, maybe uh, after we uh, do the black tent, maybe we can uh, get you down there, too, and uh, the three of us can, like, uh, you like the uh, NWO. Take there you go. Down there. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds down. like fun. <laughs> yeah, I'll travel to act, because I'd rather spend my money on, on traveling to act than spend my money at a bar. Okay. Can, can you guys, guys hear me on the mic? Yeah. I can, yes. Okay, you can hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm going to disconnect the phone. phone. I'm going to talk to you on the uh, mic and put the headset back on. Like I say, this is going to be a ripping that's going to work. All right. Well, Much as better. long as you guys can semi-hear me, I guess we'll go from there. Uh, so we're back here. It looks Great. like we got our little issue fixed, I think, uh, but not quite Great. sure. Uh Matthias, you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay, perfect. So, uh, Amanda, this uh, project that you're talking about, uh, you said he's got four episodes of season one. How many episodes uh, does he plan on wanting to do for season one? Oh, oh, for season one, I think there's um, like, like maybe I didn't, I haven't asked him, but I'm guessing there's at least ten episodes. And you said I he's got asked, ten. Uh, you said he's got ten seasons written already. He's just got to start producing them, right? Right, and he has started. Yes, yes. And his CGI so there, is amazing. So there's obviously a plethora, a pruff, uh, what's the word? A, a plethora. Plethora. Uh, none yeah. of us can say it here, uh, but you know what I'm thinking of. Plethora. A plethora. What? Yeah, you that word it, there. Right. An opportunity for us. Yes. Oh, yes. There's plenty of opportunity. Um, and, and it goes from ages. So if you had kids, you could even bring, like, there's there, there's young kids all the way up to, like, like 78-year-olds. One, one of the people are 78 years old. Oh, wait. My ear pod fell out. I'm sorry. Okay. Are you there? Yes, I am. Go ahead. Okay. There we go. I fixed it. <laughs> um, so there is, there is a, a plethora also available of spots. It just depends on the weather because a lot of this is outside. Uh, 80% of the filming is all outside in Necroland. So um, 
it, it has it's weather permitting, so there isn't going to be a lot of shooting during the winter. But there there's like a, a couple different scenes we have to tie up, and we're hoping for. And it's it's in the moment you're living in the All moment, right. which no, is an access for you anyway. So uh, so with that okay. being said, then. You know, I, uh, uh, it may sound like I have a little bit of an ego, which I guess I do. But I was just thinking if, uh, you know, if I were to be part of one episode, you know, just think it'd become, it'd be, it'd be one of the most popular of all time. And then they'd just be, okay. uh, fans would be flocking and emailing the director, have me come back. You know, that's how, uh, that's how Jaleel White got his start. Uh, he uh, made an appearance in Family Matters, and, and then the show became about him. So think about that. I could be that breakout oh, wow. character. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, if you came out here for a guest appearance, they'd probably have to kill you as fast as you come alive in the episode because you are, live so far away from where it's being shot at that they would have to bring it back to life to bring you back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Why, here, here would be the perfect time for for me to come out there when uh, the next time Michigan plays Ohio State. That would be perfect. Oh yeah, were you here? Were you here the uh, last week for the game? Uh, well, fortunately, I was crying. Uh, I had a tear in my beer uh, watching it at a local establishment <laughs> here during that game. Okay. Yeah, I, was, I I watched it local too. I did not I did not go anywhere near Ann Arbor, <laughs> but, but I, I, will uh, say but I stayed about an hour away, an hour away from it. <laughs> but I, but I, I watched I, I it. Yeah, it's local. My uh, uh, my local college football team could probably take out Michigan as, as long as they don't steal signs, I guess. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Yeah, I guess yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think people in Michigan like to steal signs. Yeah, they, <laughs> and then we uh, keep uh, them in our room. <laughs> they do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, uh, no, Matthias, you were that reminds me of high school. I did do that. Game, did you? I did not. Uh, uh, you know, like I said, I'm a big Ohio State Buckeyes fan. I'm also a big NDSU Bison fan. So, uh, uh uh, it seems like a lot of teams have been letting me down this season, but uh, NDSU is playing at peak performance. As a matter of fact, just uh, the first time in FCS football history, a game was ended in overtime by a blocked field goal, and North Dakota State prevailed over Montana State. Uh, that was this last Saturday, so uh, it was a great game. So we have about uh, six minutes left here with Amanda and so we can do this here at Mandate. If our fans want to check out and see, do you got a Facebook, an Instagram, YouTube, a Twitter, Twitch, a TikTok? What do you got? I have an Instagram that I don't really use unless I share something to Facebook once in a while. I'll go to Instagram too. But I, my main thing is Facebook. Um, I'm like a, a one social net kind of girl. <laughs> And that's pretty much what I have right now. I don't have TikTok. I don't have, um, yeah, I don't even have, yeah, I don't even have a lot of apps that most people have. So I have Facebook, though. It's it, it's very easy to get a hold of me through Facebook as Amanda Antoinette, like Marie Antoinette, but right. Amanda instead of Marie. And uh, I noticed, uh, and, and uh, you know, a lot of people like to ask uh, when I have good, uh, different guests on, because, uh, you know, we started out as wrestling podcast. Uh, what, what ties you into wrestling is you have Ric Flair on your Facebook page. Oh, I put him on there, yeah. I love, I love Ric Flair. 
So yeah, I don't know him, but I but yeah, I know a lot of people, but he's not one of them. Well, that's all. That's all awesome yeah. too. But hey, it, it's okay. We have. Uh, yeah, we well, have, you see that, that. Go ahead. Yes. I was going to say, you see that uh, he has a Michigan U of M Go Blue jersey on, right? <laughs> yep, number 24. <laughs> okay. And Matthias, he never won 24 titles, right? He won, what, was it 14? 16. He won 16, so why is he not wearing number 16? I don't know. <laughs> Unless he's uh, <laughs> combining. Well, I guess that wouldn't make sense either because uh, Charlotte's got, what, 14? Uh, Charlotte, I believe, is at 14 or 15. Because I was going to say, maybe the 24 was adding his titles and her titles, but that wouldn't make sense either. So I have no idea. Anyway, <clears throat> now we, uh, unfortunately, wanted, we only have... Go ahead. I wanted to say something real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. May I? May I? Okay. Hey, yeah, this is ahead. Amanda Antoinette. You're listening to the Attitude Era Monday Live Mondays on 89.1 Ken's FM. Your host, the icon, and also the modern nightmare Mathis. And the big swing. How's everybody doing? Well, well, we're doing pretty good, and I I do appreciate you uh, you getting that in there. And uh, I do believe we have our... uh, I appreciate you. Yeah, we do have our technical difficulties fixed. Unfortunately, it's at the uh, at the end of the show here, so we only have a couple of left. But we, yeah. uh, Amanda, we we are going to reschedule you and have you back on again uh, when uh, we can uh, make it work and have it uh, give you the, our full attention. Okay, and I'm going to give myself my full attention so I'll know more what to expect next time, and and I'll make it better. And uh, did uh, you know I? Did you have a chance to listen to that uh, clip I sent you? Um, no, I did not. I did not have a okay. chance to listen to that. I just started listening to the show from earlier today, so that way I All got right. to hear some of the people. Yeah, I just figured I would just do it by, you know, the current status. All right. But I'm going to go ahead. I'll go back and listen to that, though. All right. And, I, I, will, uh, I will play it from the beginning. I, I, sw- I swear that was, uh, uh, of course, I, I like to say a lot. all our shows are the best, but that was probably the best show that we've ever done. Uh, Scott, that was the show that we had with uh, the music teacher and uh, Alexa. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was that was the best show that we've ever done together to this point. Yeah, that was a good well, one. That was to, a good show. I'm going to let you know as soon as I finish it, Scott. I mean, I can. Right. Oh, that's fine. We'll just have to make sure that uh, if we, when we uh, have our hiatus on the 25th of December and the 1st of January, this will not be one of the, mo- the episodes that gets replayed. <laughs> it's about right. <laughs> well, thank you. Anyway. Well, I'll tell you what. But I'm so glad everybody. I got to meet everybody. Yes. And as a matter of fact, we, uh, we uh, booked you uh, a couple months back. And we were able to get right. it done, so we do appreciate you taking time on your schedule. Uh, we love you, and we'll definitely have you on again when we do not have technical difficulty. Oh, thank you very much, and I'm I'm here for you when you need me, and I am uh, I'm very appreciative in meeting everybody. Thank you so much. All right, thanks, Amanda. Okay, everybody, take care and have a great holiday. You too. Okay, Merry Christmas. Take care. All right. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. 
All right, so, Scott, yes, yeah, so we found out there was an issue with our, I, I, I don't know if you call it a phone coupler. I have no idea what you call it. A phone coupler. We were having an issue with that. That's why you guys can never, that's why you couldn't hear me, because the phone coupler uh, was not working. So, uh-huh. um, so let's just hope that when uh, we're filming the Black Tent, uh, when I have my big scenes, uh, uh, all the all the equipment will be working, you know. But if you, if you uh, have yes, a way to, yes. if you have a way to blur me out, uh, I can understand that as well. <laughs> well, have you been practicing your tap dancing yet or not? Uh, I have, and uh, my wife says, uh, "Stop that! You're going to break something." And uh, <laughs> and uh, I said, uh, "She said you might uh, break a hip, you might break a leg, or you might break some of my china." Anyway, so we got about. Uh, uh, we got about uh, 60 seconds here. Our uh, theme song is going to play here. Uh, Scott, you'll be able to join us next week. You're, you're just going to be joining us through March when uh, the Black Tent starts filming? I will. Yes, I will be here. All right, cool. Well, I'll tell you what, everybody, uh, remember it's not goodbye. It's just good night. Love each other. Care for each other. Be safe. And always return to us every Monday night from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. here on 89.1 ZF. And we are out of here, and we will see you all next week. Take care. Until then. You think you know me? Yeah.